It's Mike Calvin, the show, and we are back on 1025 The Bone, live from the Just for Last Montreal Comedy Festival. We had our boy uh, Bobby Kelly stop up. By the way, make a list of the people who said they were going to come by and didn't come by, and we will damn them for the rest of their careers. Uh, got good? Oh, turn crank it. Let her hear it. We're, we have Miss Pat uh, here with us. Is it all right? Can you hear? Yeah, good morning. He's been screwing that thing up the whole the whole morning. So <laughs> well, they made me so. change a bunch of knobs there for the oh, little that's right, laugh. For the yeah. Can you hear okay? I'm fine. I'm okay. fine. Okay. Good morning. Pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you. Uh, Bobby I'm, Kelly just keeps snatching me out of bed. I'm like, Bobby, I'm black. I got to put my hair on. A little bit of makeup. Just can't ask a black woman to get up. Like, Come here. I'm like, Bobby, I got to put my top in things and all kind of stuff. Can you stay up? Not for us, you didn't. We would have been fine. What, so what? How, what's under the hair? Like, we have no, like, I wouldn't have known if you didn't say anything. Well, I have to glue my wig down. But see, Bobby keep on snatching me out of bed. I just decided to leave the wig down. Right. <laughs> how many women are wearing wigs I don't know about a lot of them, especially I, if they black. Yeah, that's what I'm sorry. How many black? How many black? Like my All wife has them. extensions. Is she black? No. Oh, I wouldn't um, mind. Uh, yeah, uh, she has like she has like a like a little make them a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. we we get the whole full the whole 99. Thing. Yeah, and then they do this. Well, uh, we don't. We kind of moved away from patting your head because yeah. that's when it's sewn in. So I just have wigs made. Okay. And so you just glue them down when you need them to stay on real tight. And if not, you just throw it on the dresser like a hat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget. I was at an amusement park with my son. And we're online, and the woman in front of me just started whacking herself in the head with her palm. And I went, what in God's name is she doing? And uh, and somebody's like, oh, that's a weave. She had a weave or something. And I, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, it's a itch. It's a scratching thing. I get it now. That's why I stopped sewing it in, because, it, boy, it does it is. Yeah, I would you imagine so. and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing is my daughter found a thing that you knit with. Right. And the edge is not sh- The end is not sharp. And that things get in there really good. <laughs> yeah. Do you know I, I bought a, a, a back scratcher at the like an impulse buy at the counter? That's my favorite tool. It's next to my bed. You should see me at night. I'm in there just digging <laughs> oh, every back scratches and all how to. Yeah, <laughs> all kind of mess. Um, I, I have to apologize. We have never had you on the show, and it's because of a misunderstanding that you came highly recommended from uh, a good friend of ours, Ralphie May. Oh, I love Ralphie May. He beat me in the uh, roast battle, but I guess I won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you win the end. You didn't stay around long enough. Uh, I miss you. <laughs> he one day he was like, Miss Pat's coming. You have to have her on. She's a friend of mine and she's funny. And I looked, I Googled something. And I was like, okay, good. Rivalry recommendation. And I Googled something and it brought me to like a woman who did like an old Southern character named Miss Something. And I was like, oh, Ralphie's lost his goddamn <laughs> And I just kind of blew it off. And then one day I was listening to you, I want to say, on Opie and Anthony. Uh-huh. And you were talking about getting shot and all this <laughs> stuff. And I went, oh, in the world that I missed this. Uh, yeah, why Why have you been shot so many times? Uh, I used to sell drugs in yeah. bad relationships. <laughs> so they shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> Who shot you first? Uh, first? <laughs> Uh, I think I got shot, but I got shot in the boot first. Right, that was first. Yeah, that was first, and then the same year, a couple months later, my kid's father shot me. Oh, oh wow. man! And I was, it was all when I happened when I was fifteen. And I was like, Lord, can I please turn sixteen? I'm tired of getting shot. Fifteen. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> 
15, you had a kid and got shot in the boob. I had two kids. Two kids. Yeah, and got shot in the boob. Oh. I got shot in the boob, and then my kid's father hit me with a gun that went off and tore the back of my oh. head out. Oh, it just cracked my skull. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that's not too many. Look, it's kind of, if you're a guy and you survive a shooting, that's a cool story. You'd be like, yeah, I was shot. I was yeah, shot and people want to feel sorry because I'm a girl. I'm like, we get shot too, y'all. Yeah, but <laughs> it's not as sexy. Stop discriminating. <laughs> and, we can take uh, bullets. <laughs> Wonder Woman. <laughs> and you were, selling, you were selling drugs? I was selling uh, crack. Where? Uh, in the inner city of Atlanta. Atlanta, where I grew up okay. At. Yeah. And, uh, and how long did you do that? Like, when did um, you, how were you able to get out? Um, I did it for about maybe eight to ten years. I was able to get out because I met a black man that could read with back teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and he pulled you out of the life. Well, he just—he was in the military. You know, he—he he grew up different. Right. So you know, he didn't grow up the way I grew up. When I took him to my trap, that's what they used to call him back in the day. He was blown away, and he was black. Yeah. He was like, "Who live like uh -huh. this?" I'm like, "This is the life. <laughs> you don't have to work. You just hang out all day and buy stolen stuff and sell." Drugs to crack in. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how was the money? Give me an idea what the money was like. Like uh, what? Good, good money for sixteen years old, or good uh, money for no, good money? No, I should have been an adult. Um, I was. I at one point I had a trap that was doing between maybe ten, fifteen thousand a day. Wow! Oh, I made a crap. Wow. I had my first hundred thousand dollars when I was sixteen. Damn, oh, good for you. Lee. Well, yeah. not the all the other stuff. Yeah, not about getting shot in the yeah, right. Yeah. So, how do you not take the money and run at that point? Like sir, you, yeah. sir, you don't know anything about money. No, no. You in the ghetto, you're 16 years old, you're uneducated. Who knows about money? All, all, all you know is you want to buy yourself some Jordan. All you know you want to look good at the club. You want to mm. have the fancy cars. Yeah. Nobody, I have. I mean, I dropped out of school in eighth grade. I didn't have a, a education on finance. Right. I know about finance now. Right. So it was all about, you know, being flashy. You know, uh -huh. black people flashy. We'll put on a purple suit for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Just to go to Walmart so we can get compliments. <laughs> you ever see a, a black man in all white and my Jesus slipper sound is like, where are you going? <laughs> my whole thing, my, I have a fear of black women don't care. Black women don't care. I will, I will go to some place and see a black woman sit down and lean forward and half her ass will be out of the back of her pants. <laughs> and it's not because she doesn't know. She doesn't care. She don't care if you're looking at her ass crack. And, and, well, and that's Walmart. Where, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously not all. I'm just saying, like, there, there comes a time when black women just like, oh, We got man. confidence out of this world. Like, yeah. I've, I've, I live in a white neighborhood now in Indianapolis. And I, these ladies are not fat, but they have some, some of the lower self-esteems and they're they're really pretty right. oh I, my nose oh my this you can get a fat girl she'll go take all her fat kids to the buffet and she got on a two-piece right. and she don't care who <laughs> looks don't care I'm telling you she got six plates in her face yeah. and she got a man with her uh -huh. and, a, uh -huh. and he's really small and he feeding her uh -huh. this guy this guy loves himself the big chicks I do <laughs> <laughs> he, he does. I mean, that's yeah. legit. Like yeah. he, it's not just like Fat black chicks. Uh, I don't discriminate. Any white, black, and Asian. <laughs> I just like. I just like. I like you know. You like, like the squeeze. And, mm, mm. <laughs> it, yeah, it's not as easy for. It's easy for a. Uh, a black guy to get a fat white chick, but fat white guys can't score hot black chicks. It's not; it doesn't work in reverse. If you got a job, I got, I got a good job. I make good money. But I'm telling you right now, like my, I have a buddy Pete, who's equally unattractive as I am, 
But black chicks like Pete for some reason because Pete's a little bit more. Is he black? No, no, he's 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 Mexican. Just, he's well, I mean, you can't. He doesn't. When you say Mexican, you think right. He looks yeah, like yeah, Mexican. That's true. He, that's he just true. looks. Him and I are very similar. He's got a little bit of a rounder head, <laughs> uh, but we both. Uh, but Pete has. He exudes like some sort of uh, like money. I think not uh, not uh, not only mean like richer money, but he he's got the diamond bracelet and and he's he, like he's, uh, I'm sorry, he's let me a stop player. You. It's called swag. Yeah, he's yeah. got swag. You don't yeah. have no swag, have so that's why you're not I am getting black. Swagless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you had a little swag, you gotta get you a um, a bracelet. Turn your hat backwards. Yeah, that's Pete. Yeah, that's Pete. Yeah. Stop that's putting your pants over your stomach. <laughs> no, no, I am not letting my pants hang down. Pull out my waist. Your pants pulled up too high. I don't need that. <laughs> you got to get you some fresh tennis shoes. Black women hate dirty tennis shoes on a man. Yeah, oh, that's Pete. God. Pete's got a whole bunch of Jordans. Uh, yes. Yeah. So that's why you're not getting it. No. Yeah. I. It's. I guess that's <laughs> it. I'm not. We went to see um, uh, Jay Z. In Orlando, and, and you and, looked out of place. Oh, I definitely was out of place, <laughs> but uh, I loved it. But I didn't like if you. I look like I drove some teenage girls there. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, I'm, dropping, I'm the father. I'm here. To drop a, on the way out, on the way walking out of the seat, though, two sets of black girls stopped Pete to talk to Pete, and I was like, I don't see it. I don't know what's going on. Good for him. Pete know how to stand at a concert, like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you look uh, like that. Security checks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, who girl, I'm gonna get my rent paid. <laughs> so tell me, uh, tell me now you're you're selling drugs. How do you get into comedy? What's I got into comedy through um after I got married and um I got custody of my sister kids. I met I voted for the first time in my life and I wasn't a Democrat or a Republican. I just went for the cutest white guy. Uh-huh. And that year it was Bob Doe and Bill Clinton. And I was like, Oh, uh-huh. this white bitch is ugly and old But Bill Clinton was super cute. They, I think they had him airbrushed on that flight. Yeah. And so I told all my girlfriends like, Let's go vote for this white guy. He is gorgeous. <laughs> And I didn't know he was a Democratic Party, so we pushed Bill Clinton because he was cute. <laughs> and, and, you know, they had D's because you were Democrats. So we just pushed, 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 and we just right kept pushing. Board, yeah. And that's how I became a Democrat. The next year after he got in office, he created the Welfare to Work program. I was like, you low-down dirty thing. <laughs> You're going to make me go to work. <laughs> and so um, after I, uh, I went through the welfare to work program, and I, I used to have, like, white case working. You tell them how horrible you grew up and you've been shy. And, oh, my God. Uh-huh. I met a black case worker that was not going for that scheme. She said, girl, you have a talent, and you should really look into, you know, doing comedy. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I just get my GED, you know, because yeah. you have to be in a program with, with, the GED, with the welfare to work program. And she just kept bugging me. 
And I went and did an open mic. And I was like, this is me. They don't check your criminal background history. They're going to pay you in food. They're going to pay you in food and chicken wings. I can do it. <laughs> How great is that, though, that she stayed on you about it? I mean, that, that's not... I mean, you know you must have had something for her to say. And that. it was like five years before I got on stage. Cause we still friends. She's my godmother. Oh, and she just kept, she said, Pat, I'm telling you, you got stories like Richard Pryor. Yeah. And I didn't even know who, I didn't even know Richard Pryor was a comedian. Oh, wow. And so I went home and <clears throat> the internet had just started to get popular. And I researched Richard Pryor and I started watching his stuff. And uh, my next door neighbor, when I was telling him, he was he was also like, you should do comedy. He's like, you got a voice like Ma Mom Maybelline. Yeah. And I was like, what are y'all talking about? And I just I just did it. Because I mean, I'm fearless. I don't care. The only way you're going to know if something works is try. Right. And I'm not scared to fail. That's fear is the biggest problem. Yeah. So I just went out and did it. And I got laughs. And I was like, oh, my God, I can do this. That's addictive once you get the laughs. Once you get laughs. And, you know, but I don't mind starting at the bottom. I like working myself out of a hole. Yeah, sure. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So once I, I got into it and I was like, hey, this is me. Cause I'm, I'm so, you know, I grew up in a bootleg house where all I saw was people was entrepreneurs. My granddaddy sold bootleg, beat his customers. He sold moonshot and beat his customers up everywhere. Right. So <laughs> he never had a job a day in his life. Uh. So I just, I just kept at it, and it, I, I'm telling you, it almost destroyed my marriage. It uh, to almost tore my home apart. But I told my husband because, you know. I don't wait for people to tell me what I should do. I see it. And I told my husband, I said, it's something here. Yeah. And, he, you know, he was really frustrated. I'm out all night hanging out. And I was like, I'm not going to quit. Right. You're welcome to leave. But if you leave, you're going to have to take care of two fat kids with you. <laughs> 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 I don't want your fat kids. Because <laughs> we had two kids. And I said, take your fat kids right. with you. I'm, I'm tired of being a mama. <laughs> and, and Are you he, still married now? Yeah, yeah. it's 27. What was he going? Uh, <laughs> with his fat kids. <laughs> yeah, with yeah, his fat yeah, yeah. And they fat and they grown now. <laughs> oh, that's so fine. Uh, Miss Pat, I heard you talk about your uh, your lesbian daughter oh last night. Oh, my God. That so was hilarious. Funny. Man, she's so gay. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's so this, pretty. I said that this morning to Bobby, I said, she said that her daughter was Magic Johnson's son gay. <laughs> <laughs> That is hilarious. So That's good. how she'd be like, Mama, when you're on stage, give me a shout out so I can eat somebody tonight. I was like, If you go to her Facebook, her, her page say, Miss Pat, Le comedian Miss Pat, lesbian daughter. <laughs> she, I'm like, Can you calm the gayness down, please? With dildos in your dishwasher. I mean, I think if I let her, she'll put dildos on the Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing you could do is go uh, peeking through a gay person's house because you might find something that will scare you. So uh, I'm in my gay daughter's house one day by myself. I said, I'm going to see what these gay girls do. She had a box full of dildos. I mean, little ones, big ones, Chinese, black, Mexican. <laughs> she don't discriminate. It was right, every right. color. They was every Chinese color, every size. Good. And I asked myself, so what is she doing with all these dildos? <laughs> she got enough to loan them out and get them <laughs> Oh man, that is hilarious! She, I said, I asked, I said, why do you like cold penises? The hot ones are better. <laughs> <laughs> they know when to quit. <laughs> now, why in the uh, world did you go on a hike with Bobby Kelly? Uh, <laughs> I'm Bobby his fat Kelly. friend, and I'm not going up any Man, man, let me tell you something. Bobby Kelly took me on that hike. It was, I'm telling you, my 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 breast was sliding out across my <laughs> chest. 
I said, Bobby, why you didn't tell me I would have put two uh, washcloths up on him to make him be still? Speed bumps and slow down. I hadn't sweat like that. I mean, and I got to the hill. I mean, as I'm going up all those stairs, yeah. it was white people like, you can do it. You can do it. I felt like Rocky. <laughs> I get to the top, he got white boys. Yeah, you made it. <laughs> he, I was just watching his social media on the way here, and I was like, I'm not going to. Then I saw you with them, and I thought, oh, man, oh, man. he is the worst. I'm telling you better. I said, Bobby, if you go, you got to know how to have a fat black friend. I needed to grease my thighs so they'll slide smooth. Right. And then I needed to put on a panty liner because I was soaking wet when <laughs> he got through me. I'm t- my bra could not hold my breast in there. I was so sweaty. Oh, I said, well, you just can't hilarious. invite black women to anything, Bobby. No. My, you should go camping with me and sleep with the bear. I said, white man, you done lost your mind. <laughs> That's said, your I, thing now. They go camping. Not, not me. I grew up with roaches. I don't uh, want to be no bears. I, I can kill a roach. I can't kill no bear. <laughs> I killed a roach the other day. That son of don't a nobody bitch. have roaches anymore. Well, in Florida, we have palmetto bugs. Oh, you had those. I'm talking about the little roaches little that be in the Yeah, I had those. I grew up in New York, too, so I, I, I had little those little. Yeah. But I had one the other day, so I went in the bathroom, and I had it sit down on the toilet, and then when I sat down, I realized there was a big one on the wall. <gasps> And it was up there, and it was far away from me, but I couldn't lose it in my sight, and I couldn't get up to kill it yet, so it <laughs> ruined my whole poop, because I couldn't enjoy it. I would have ran out of dough with it still in me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like this the whole time, just standing there, like, I got you, I got you, make sure it's I had a bird to fly my house, so I was just remodeling my house before I came to Montreal, and I... First of all, these birds, little sparrows, decide to have babies on the porch. Yeah. So, you know, white people, y'all very environmental. They say the animals. So, I said, what should I do? Should I? And they be like, no, Miss Petty, I'm only going to be there a couple of days. So, I said, okay, you can have your baby here. They done crapped all down the wall. So, I opened the door. And two of them fly in the house. So, I said, look, little birdie, you can't fly. You can't be in here. So, my, I put it on my Facebook page. I got a community Facebook page. <clears throat> white guy come over, grab the bird by his hand. And we look like, what the hell? <laughs> and, and put one out, but one on refuse. Use the lead. Y'all might get mad at me, but I that bird was in my house for two days. I said, I don't ask you to leave, little bird. I done tried to catch you. We done bought nets. We done bought slingshot. Everything. So I told my son, say, well, I got a BB gun. I said, you got to get it because he done crapped on my new paint. And I had to do a drive-by on this little sparrow. <laughs> I felt bad. I had to shoot the little sparrow. <laughs> The painter came. I had like a hundred BBs. In the what the heck happened? I said, child, it had been a long time since I did a drive-by. <laughs> and I never did one in the house. <laughs> I had to shoot the little sparrow. Oh, my God. And you finally got him? Yeah, I yeah, got yeah. it. <laughs> and we picked him up and put him on the dustpan and, and threw him in the yard so his friends can come get him. <laughs> <laughs> Go back and tell your friends. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. That's oh hilarious. God. Yeah. I shot. I had a... Um, a raccoon in my garage and I didn't know and I, I walked out of my garage and everything was f- fell over knocked over and I went I thought I got robbed but then they didn't take anything I couldn't figure out what was going on and then I looked over and there was this raccoon on the on the ground sleeping and it was in the daytime and I went oh man I'm going to get my gun and then I thought what it, it, like you 
littered up the wall with BBs. I thought, I'm going to shoot the ground. It's going to shoot back and shoot me in the head. <laughs> Thank God I opened the garage door. I came back and it was gone. But, man, I wouldn't tolerate that either. I wanted animals in my house. I probably would have cried. I probably got in the car and ran him over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd have probably had my car inside the house. Trying to, uh, what happened? Trying to hit a raccoon? <laughs> <laughs> you shot the sparrow. That's I the shot best the drive by. The, you had slingshots in that? <laughs> you know, and my husband, my husband was like, we ain't killing no bird. And then my daughter's like, don't I just Google if you uh, if a bird come to your house, it's a dead relative. It could be my grandmother. <laughs> and so my daughter's like, that's why you got the gun, because you didn't like my grandmama. I said, your grandmama got to go back where she came from. <laughs> I'm in the middle of remodeling. I ain't got time for your grandmama today. <laughs> what if we find out it's true one day? That was oh, reincarnation. Yeah. And that sparrow really Well, I shot the grandmama. <laughs> I didn't like her when she was human body. <laughs> oh, you shot man. my grandmama. I said, I sure did shoot your grandmama. I asked her to leave like I asked her many times when she was in human form. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't I can't thank you enough for getting up and coming down here. I can't thank y'all enough for having me. Miss Pat, will you please, when you come to Tampa. Please. I mean. I would definitely come. Hey, I got a book out. Called Rabbit. That was my drug dealer name. Tell me about Rabbit. Uh, yeah, it's called Rabbit. Y'all make sure y'all check it out on uh, Amazon and um, Barnes and Nobles. It's everywhere. What is it like a, a biography? It's a memoir. Just... It's okay. about how I grew up selling crack and two kids by a married man got shot, lost a nip in the drive by. It's yeah. about all the good stuff. Let me, I'm gonna tell you right now. I want to check it out because I have heard you on other shows mm-hmm. telling story. You're a great storyteller. Thank you. Yeah, I don't want to make you repeat them all today. I'm glad we got the Sparrow story today. <laughs> but <laughs> I got seriously. Uh, Miss Pat, uh, look for the book Rabbit. I want to check it out because I, I, I would imagine you got a whole bunch of stories. Yeah. It's a lot of stories, and I, and I, I you know what, I, I was just telling my, uh, my agent last night. I was like, it's just crazy because, you know, as you start telling stories, and more, they just started to come. And I have to call Rose. I was like, was this true? Was this true? Was this true? <laughs> so it's, it's always something with me. I mean, I'm always remembering story. I told a story at Ari Shafir store. I mean, show a storytelling show, yep. and it's a story that I think is funny. But I had a, um, I had a uh, special need uncle. In the bootleg house, and but my granddaddy would buy him a hooker every Friday. I don't know why he thought this special need man needed to be with a hooker, <laughs> but part of the job was he was crippling. We had to help him get started. So I told- <laughs> Not think this might be funny. Yeah. You're already funny. We had to pull his legs back so he could get up on the hook because he was crippled. So we had him like a rowboat. <laughs> and we was about eight years old. And I don't know if you ever have the special need person, you know, get laid, but they get really excited. Yeah. And, and they brain don't control their bottom. And it was all over the place. Like, Uncle Cecil, stop hitting me with it. Stop hitting me with it, Uncle Cecil. <laughs> we like, hurry up. We just want to play back. We did that uh, for so many years, uh, helping our uncle get laid. <laughs> I would watch Uncle Cecil over that uh, Uncle Terry movie that's out right now. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious! Uh, we used to get help, and we was we was kids, and we yeah. all we wanted to do was play Pac Man, but that was our chores on the weekend. We had to Uncle it's Cecil Friday, get laid. Gotta get Saturday, we had to help Uncle Cecil get laid. Oh, Some people got to clean up, and I was like, well, Why are you always picking me to help Uncle Cecil? How about that poor hooker? Well, she never helped. She looked at it like it wasn't her job description. Right. <laughs> I'm like, can you help us? You see all this in our face. We kids. She's right. We She's kids. right, though. She had a bad Uncle Cecil. That's her job. She didn't have to do anything else. Hey, especially need people are blessed. Yeah. <laughs> she might have loved it. Oh, my God. We couldn't wait till her face expression started because we know he was down. Right. We could leave. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 
It's time to go. It's time to go. It's time to go. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, Miss Pat, the book is called Rabbit. Check it out on Amazon, and uh, hopefully we'll get to see you more over the weekend. Here. All right. Thank you so thank very you. much. Thank you. We'll take a quick break. It's the Mike Calder Show. <laughs> the Mike Calder Show on 1025 The Bone.